Welcome to First Focus, a podcast here at First Pres Columbia, where we highlight various events and ministries around the church. Joining me this week is Reverend Leon Brown. Leon is an author, speaker, and church planter. He's currently planning an ARP church in Los Angeles, California called Montage, and we get to hear about how that endeavor is going. If you have questions about his work, our church, its programs, or any ministry here, don't hesitate to contact us. You can find all our contact information on our website, which is firstprezcolumbia.org. That's firstprezcolumbia.org or on our app. Now, let's get to our conversation. Leon, thanks for joining us here again on First Focus. Thank you, brother. I'm glad you would uh, have me again. Uh, Our podcast together... I think it was back over the summer when you were here for Thornwell Lecture. It was one of our more popular podcasts. And people around here continue to ask uh, how you're doing and what's going on. So I thought it might be a good idea to have you back in and just give us an update. Where in the world is Leon Brown and what's going on with him right now? Where in the world is Leon Brown? He is currently in Los Angeles, California in the mid-Wilshire area. L.A., like many other cities throughout the U.S., has communities within the city limits and the mm. one – where my family found ourselves is in Mid-Wilshire, which is probably about, um, for you LeBron James fans out there, 15 minutes or so <laughs> from the Staples Center. Yep. And uh, probably about 15 or so minutes, depending on traffic, from downtown. This is the area where we desire to plant an ARP congregation. Wonderful. Okay, so tell me about life in L.A. It seems like life in L.A. would be somewhat different than life in South Carolina. It is different uh, than life in South Carolina or life in Richmond, Virginia, where we planted our first church, or even uh, in the Deep South. It's interesting because I was in Starbucks the other day, and one of the places I enjoy going in various communities are kind of local hangout spots, whether it's a homegrown coffee house or, or something like a Starbucks or any other number of places. And as I was sitting looking out the window, a young lady sat next to me, and and she put in one earbud, and right before she put in the other earbud, I said, hey, before you put that one in, let me ask you a question. She's like, what's that? I said, how's your day going? Hmm. And that opened up the conversation. Interestingly, she's been in Los Angeles for just over a year, and she moved from Georgia. Wow. And I asked her, what's the difference between Georgia and its southern culture, however we define that, and Los Angeles? And she said... uh, When she interacts with people because she's in the music industry, Mm -hmm. it seems like people will only interact with you on the basis of what they can get for you or from you, rather. So there's kind of, okay, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You know, what can you do for me? Let's see what I can do for you. And that was a very interesting observation because I don't actually get that as a pastor. I I can't give anybody anything in the entertainment industry. Uh, So... That was a very interesting observation because when I was in Richmond, Virginia, it seemed like people were definitely not like that. Yeah. But there was more of this niceness to everyone. And even if they wanted to say no, they wouldn't they wouldn't tell you no. They'll say yes when they really meant no. And that was kind of a struggle for me. Yeah. But here, from my perspective, people will tell you who they are and what they want. So, for example, if they're not a Christian, they'll tell you, even if they had a, a religious or Christian upbringing, they'll say, oh, no, I walked away from that. Right. Whereas in Virginia, 
people will still kind of hold on. They haven't been to church for 25 years. They're living a life that doesn't resemble a Christian, but they'll they'll still tell you they're a Christian. Yeah. So I was really shocked to hear this young lady tell me that in her vocation or in that kind of uh, environment, people will only talk to you if they can get something from you. That sort of cultural forthrightness, do you find that to be helpful in the process of evangelism and church planting, um, or do you find it to be something indifferent, just just different culture? I personally prefer this culture, though every culture, as you are aware, has their kind of idiosyncrasies where yep. you kind of have to work around things, and as Paul would say in 1 Corinthians 9, become all things to all people. Right. But I prefer this because I don't have to, as it were, deconvert you before you're reconverted, or actually yeah. converted the first time. People will just be forthright, as you indicate, and just tell you, well, I'm not a Christian, or I don't want to hear about Jesus, or I don't want to have anything to do with the church. Right. And that saves me time and effort, but it also helps me to know the platform from which I must launch. Right. And I think for people who may have missed our last podcast, I think we broke it up into two, but just in case, your background is from LA. And so some of that culture, you can navigate with a much more um, greater artistic ability and natural ability than someone like myself, who is by and large a Southerner, that would be transferred or or transplanted rather into uh, the California culture. I cannot tell you how much excitement there is here and I think in the presbytery um, with people that I've talked to about the the idea that we have an ARP church, an ARP church in L.A. of all places, um, and the ability to reach the lost with the gospel. Oh, it's such an awesome and exciting opportunity. So that being said, uh, uh, Leon, how, how can we as a congregation be supporting you in this work out in L.A. right now? Yeah, thank you for asking that question. First is is to pray. Uh, this is uh, the culture with which I'm familiar. When I was in uh, Richmond, Virginia, I remember taking out some friends to uh, lunch, and the manager of this particular restaurant said to me, after talking to me for no more than three or four minutes, she said, you're not from here, are you? And I said, I'm not, but why do you why do you make that statement? Hmm. She goes, oh, no, 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 I don't want you to change, so I'm not going to tell you. I said, no, no, tell me. I want to know why do you say right. I'm not from here. Yeah. And she responded by saying, because you're very straightforward. Mm. She said, we Southerners kind of tiptoe around things before we actually get to the point. Yes. And so here in Los Angeles, I can be straightforward. Yeah. And so it's less of an uh, internal transformation that I have to undergo in order to navigate spiritual conversations and things of that nature. So yep. the first thing I would ask is that you pray that I would continue to be engaging those who do not have the same religious convictions and commitments that I do. Right. Because it's very easy as a church planter to get caught up in meetings. You want to meet all of the people in the community. And by that, I particularly mean you want to meet the pastors in the community. Right. You want to meet the politicians in the community. You want to meet the firefighters. And you, you want to meet these people. And in the midst of all of these meetings, you're not actually sharing the gospel. You're not evangelizing. Yeah. It's just a meeting so that you can let the powers that be know you're in the community. So while that's important, please pray that I will continue to engage uh, non-Christians in our community with the gospel of Jesus Christ and that the Holy Spirit will bear fruit in their lives by causing their hearts to be born again. So that's the first thing, Mm. prayer. Mm. Amen to all Uh, that. Second, accountability. Uh, I have some great elders, but it uh, doesn't – it always helps to have more people who are willing to – 
help you stay accountable. Yeah. Accountability to love my family. Yes. As a church planter, uh, I, I can work, 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 and unfortunately, in my sinfulness, forget yep. that I have a wife, three children, and one on the way. Yeah. Uh, so I can come back. Wait, to wait, very wait. Busy Did I know that you had one on the way? Is that probably not, brother? I, well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. It's a girl, so we'll have uh, three girls. Well, in terms of children, three girls and one boy. So my son and I are already plotting because yeah. we can't. It's overtaken. Right. Um, so. Uh, but pray that I would love my pregnant wife uh, yep. and uh, my three children because I can just work and come back after a busy day and neglect them because I'm so tired. And that is me and my sinfulness. I need to yeah. repent. But I also need accountability. So that's the second thing. Yep. Uh, so if people want to send me an email um, or connect with me on Facebook and send me a message uh, every so often saying, hey, how are you doing loving your wife and, and yep. children? That would be excellent. Yep. And I would say two more things. One is we have a church Facebook page, a Montage Church as a, as a Facebook page. We have a Twitter accounts, uh, and on those uh, social media platforms, we share videos, we share updates. Follow us on Twitter, uh, like our uh, Montage Church Facebook page, share that information, get the word out, because you never know through all of the connections and the inner workings of social media uh, who you know that is over here looking for a church. Right. So that would be great to be able to uh, share that information. And then finally, financial support. Yeah. Uh, this uh, may come as a shock to uh, our listeners, especially in uh, uh, Columbia or the surrounding areas, but uh, our rent is $5,900 a month. Wow. Uh, that is three times our mortgage when we lived in Richmond, again, I said rent, we don't own, we sold our house in Richmond and wow. then we came here to plant. And so if, if rent is that expensive, imagine how much more expensive everything else is. Yeah. I was at the uh, Taco Bell drive through the other day yep. and uh, my $1 mini shredded chicken quesadilla uh, cost $1.79 here, a dollar in Richmond, a dollar seventy-nine here. Yeah. Uh, gas is close to $5 in some places, so wow. a gallon. So, Again, it's very expensive here, so we need all of the financial support we can get. Yeah. I'm thankful for the Presbytery support. I'm thankful yeah. for the denomination support and individual churches, but we need more. Yeah. So there uh, is one way that – there are two ways you can give, really. But uh, one way uh, is online. Uh, you can go to montagechurch.la, montagechurch.la, mm. put your email in the little slot there and say you would like to know uh, how to financially contribute to this work. Or you can write a check to Catawba Presbytery, which is the Presbytery I'm a member of, yep. and put in the note line or the four line, Montage Church Leon Brown. Mm. Uh, we are several hundred thousand dollars uh, away from reaching our five-year budget. So again, all the help, uh, financial help that we can get, we'd appreciate. Mm, absolutely. And again, I just want to underscore for those who might be listening that the Lord raises up a man who has L.A. as a part of his DNA, and that L.A. is the second largest city in the U.S., is that correct? That's absolutely correct. Second and that we city. as the ARP have this opportunity to partner with you and to engage in this sort of work is such an opportunity and so rare uh, that we need to be mobilizing ourselves as best we can to be supporting you in, in prayer, in promotion, and in these financial resources as well. 
If only there was I a third you, P. I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought I, you were going to go for that third P there. I, I know. Style. I know. I was, I was trying right there in the middle to think, what would be a third P? But no, I came up short. I need to go back to seminary, obviously. You've been listening to First Focus. For Reverend Brown, as well as all our staff here at First Pres, I'm Josh Squires. Thanks for joining us. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, don't hesitate to contact us. We hope you'll join us next time. And until then, God bless.